you are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On. Locked On. Welcome back to the Lock On Cowboys podcast. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, how's it going, sir? It's going great. You know, uh, it's Super Bowl week and, uh, you know, the even when your team's not playing uh, in the Super Bowl, I mean, there's a, a certain amount of bitterness, clearly, uh, when, yeah. when, you, when you expect to be there. Uh, but it's always a fun week uh, just because it's kind of a, a national celebration of football. Now, who are you rooting for in this game? Because you you're originally oh, a Tampa Bay guy, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> originally, I, I, I spent some time in Tampa, and I was a, a fan of the team then, but I've always been a Cowboys fan. I will say this. I, sure. I think okay. if, if you're a Cowboys fan, uh, there should be a, a natural inclination, uh, just if, if history serves anything, to root for the Kansas City Chiefs. They, they kind of are a, a you know, brother, sister organization, whatever sure. you want to call yeah. it, to the Cowboys. Uh, you know, the, Preston, the Battle of Preston Road. I mean, the two owners literally live across the street from each other in Dallas. Uh, obviously, the Hunt family uh, is is very prominent Dallas family, so uh, there's definitely a lot of ties there. So, I, I, and I'm, I'm a big fan of Patrick Mahomes and and, and the sure. whole story there. So, text, I think text, for me, yeah. it's a KC version. Yeah, it's also nice to root for Kansas City because you get to root for Andy Reid, the head coach yep. that the Philadelphia Eagles ran out of town. So that's yeah, it's exactly. Always a lot it's, of fun. It's, it's like an extra twist of the knife. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, we're actually going to be talking a little bit about the Super Bowl later today, but uh, as it relates to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, today we're going to talk about how do the Cowboys compare to the two teams in the Super Bowl, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Basically, we're going to go offense, defense, and coaching to discuss how far away or how close this team is from competing for a Super Bowl. Um, and, Lena, let's start with the Cowboys offense. And this one's a little trickier because let's operate at, you know, with the belief that the Cowboys are 100% healthy on offense. They have Dak Prescott. They have their offensive tackles. Are they in the same tier or the same caliber of offense as the Buccaneers and Chiefs? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think there might be even a little bit of separation between the Chiefs and, and uh, the Buccaneers. I mean, I think the, the, I, Chiefs, I are, the, the Chiefs are, you know, the, the imminent uh, – the Chiefs offense is the imminent moving force of the of the NFL mm-hmm. right now. I mean, it is without a doubt the, the one of the most unstoppable uh, units in, in, in football and, and I think maybe in the history of football. Uh, you know, someone someone asked the other day, you know, did they have a, a big – the best big three in history and – uh, and, and you kind of laugh and think about it and, and, and for a second, and then you're like, well, no, I mean, that's not funny. I mean, it certainly is comparable when you I, think about the threat that they pose, right? I mean, I know a lot of Cowboy fans are probably thinking, right, Aikman, Emmett, and Michael Irvin, but Mahomes is a better quarterback than what Aikman ever was. Yep. And having the two dynamic receivers in Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, they probably are. And that's, that's really scary to say. 
Yeah, you know, and and so that, that and obviously what we're doing is as Cowboys fans is giving extremely high praise, but I mean, uh, I yeah. think the Chiefs, you know, are a team that is won the that is the current Super Bowl champs. They're they're on their way back. To me, I think they're favorites in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that this you know this this offense is well on its way to forming a young dynasty. Um, and I guess that, that that's where that's where the standard is. And for for me, the Cowboys, uh, having said all that, having thrown all that praise on on the Chiefs. Uh, I think the Cowboys are close. You know, I mean, I think if you mm-hmm. look at where they were, uh, you know, they obviously struggled early in games and and had a whole bunch of turnovers uh, early part of the season, which right. hindered them right. well before the injuries problems started really setting in as well. Uh, but I think it, you, you saw the makings of an extremely, extremely explosive offense that is balanced, that can do a lot of different things to you, uh, and has uh, talent at, at all different positions. I mean, I, I think even more of that was discovered as the season went on. You saw guys like Dalton Schultz step up, and now suddenly you realize, wow, even behind Blake Jarwin, we've got another legit tight end. So I think for the Cowboys, they have maybe a more evenly distributed uh, uh talent uh, on their offense than the, the Chiefs do. The Chiefs have it concentrated highly in, in a lot of certain areas, key mm-hmm. areas, but still. Uh, so I think that they're within the, the striking distance of that. And, I, and with, as far as the Buccaneers go, uh, I think you can have a comb- you know, conversation about uh, Dak versus current uh, Tom Brady, and I think that's a fascinating conversation to have. I think you I don't have, think it's all that close, to be honest. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, the way he's performed on his own, uh, certainly I would choose Dak you know, yeah. going into a yeah. game, but uh, there obviously is still a reason that Tom Brady is back in this game as well. Uh, you know, I think the wide receiver core between the two, I think the Cowboys, you know, there's, there's, that's another really fascinating hmm. conversation if you want to have, and, and they're very comparable, I think, in talents. Um, but I think the Cowboys offensive line is, is, is a better unit top to bottom when it's healthy. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, the tight end situation is probably maybe a, a little bit better or at least equal. Um, so I, I think, you know, for the Cowboys, uh, I offensively, which is really where, you know, a lot of this bread and butter is, uh, a lot of these teams make their bread and butter is, 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 is having an offense that can dominate uh, yes. more so than defense. I think that's the Cowboys are actually closer than, uh, you know, a lot of people think. They just really need to get healthy and, and kind of get in sync earlier in the season. So two takeaways that I, I want to talk about with the Cowboys offense in relation to these two. Um, I really feel like Landon anymore in today's NFL, you can't just have one go-to passing option, right? You need two guys, whether it's two receivers or a tight end and a receiver that you could rely on to beat man-to-man coverage and get open, right? And the Chiefs have two, obviously, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. And then the Buccaneers, when they're healthy, they've got three with Mike Evans, Chris Goblin, and Antonio Brown. The tight ends can sometimes factor in there as well. Uh, But I really believe in today's NFL, you have to have at least two pretty close to elite options. And I do think the Cowboys have that. Uh, I think the Cowboys have three guys that are really good. Obviously, the quarterback is still really important. But the one thing, Landon, that I think the Cowboys are missing that maybe knocks them down from because I think they're in the same tier as Tampa Bay but what prevents them from being in that Kansas City tier they just don't have the same speed on offense that Kansas City has that makes you have that makes defenses have to defend every blade of grass the Cowboys just don't have that Kansas City has two guys in Tyreek Hill and McCole Hardman where they can flip them the ball behind the line of scrimmage it's going to go 60 in, in no time, or they could throw the ball down the field 70 yards, and one of those guys is going to get wide open. How do the Cowboys get that type of player on their offense? 
Well, I mean, you know, those are those are difficult players to find because it's it's got to have uh, first the obviously the starting qualification is having world class speed, you know, mm-hmm. and and there's I mean, only a handful of guys out there. Yeah, and so so from that small pool of people that you're selecting from, uh, you need to pick somebody that has some football skills, some wiggle to them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and and those players kind of all come with slightly different you know skill sets. Some of them. Uh, have the ability to be full wide receivers like Tyreek Hill and run routes and get down the field and make plays with on the ball. Some, Some of them, them are Tavon need Austin. to be like yeah, more like trick trick plays guys, mm-hmm. right? Like more kind of uh, guys that are uh, people that you have to find ways to to scheme ways to get them open and get get them the ball. And, and they're kind of yak guys who are a little bit more slippery and they can get mm-hmm. op- get get you know through lanes and uh, uh, you know break big runs on on short on short plays. You know, I, I think for the Cowboys, they you know they're they have guys who can get down the field. It's not like they can't stretch the field uh, with with the wide receivers they have, but that's not exactly the same thing as having that speed element that can uh, ex, you know expand the the field not only vertically but horizontally. Um, you know, I, I think that they've had some success using. CD Lamb and 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 sort of the jet sweet stuff the stuff that's kind of but still nobody, putting constraints but they need that game breaker they gotta yeah, find I mean, one of those game breakers yeah yeah I, I think you know even with with CD Lamb uh, the threat is not really that he's gonna get to the sideline before no, everybody it's no, no. more when is he gonna cut and how violently and uh, how difficult is he gonna be tackled yeah I, I think that, that you're right there still is a difference between uh, that and and actually making def- uh, defenses defend the entirety of the field. And maybe that's something we'll see the Cowboys invest in the offseason. Yep. Again, Michael Gallup is a free agent after the 2021 season. So it maybe makes some sense for the Cowboys to invest, you know, maybe a third round pick, maybe a fourth round pick on a player with speed. The draft is full of those kind of guys. So just Absolutely. something. Just wanted to take a quick break to tell you guys about TurboTax. You are one of a kind, and so are your taxes. That is why TurboTax Live has experienced tax experts who are ready to listen to you, learn about your unique tax situation, and help you get the best tax outcome. Maybe you're moonlighting as a rideshare driver and have questions about what qualifies as a deduction. Maybe you want an expert to walk you through the process since most of your income came from freelancing jobs. Or maybe you just want to hand the whole tax filing process off to an expert. Whether you want to file with the help of an expert or let an expert do the filing for you, TurboTax Live Tax Experts are here to help, giving you the confidence to know that you're one of a kind, uniquely you taxes are done right. Intuit TurboTax Live. Uh, Let's transition over to the defense, Landon, and this is where we're going to have some problems, right? Because... (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, Tampa Bay's defense is loaded from the front four to the back, you know, in coverage. They've got guys all across the defensive line that can get pressure. Shaq Bear, Jason Pierre-Paul. They've got Vita Vea. They signed a Dominican Sue. They've got two linebackers that can run all over the field and then a secondary that's very aggressive. And for the Chiefs, they're not quite as good as a unit as what Tampa Bay is. But they've got playmakers all over that defense, proven playmakers with Tyron Matthew uh, and Frank Clark and Chris Jones. How far away are the Cowboys from even being close to one of these two defenses? 
You know, I think that they're not terribly far off from uh, uh, from Kansas City. I think you know Tampa Bay has has got a very good defense, mm-hmm. and I think that that's you know that's been building over time. They've been adding pieces to it over time, and it's kind of just hit right with with all the other uh, additions that they made recently, and then the fact that they suddenly have an offense that has a quarterback. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think. That, you know the the defense that is required or, or that would be required to get you to the Super Bowl. Uh, the Cowboys are going to have to get some work to get there, but it's within striking distance. Uh, right. Certainly, when you consider, um, you know, where the Cowboys are offensively, just going into the season. You know, obviously sure. they got to f- figure out. We're all you know, operating under the assumption that Dak will be signed, and that Dak. I mean, obviously Dak will be our quarterback next year, uh, as far as we know. So I think you know, outside of that, there aren't a lot of questions as as to what you know the 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 Cowboys' offense is going to look like next year, and uh, what what do they have to do to get to a level that's a, of of a, a Super Bowl level, I guess is sure. the way to refer to it. The defense, you know, and that's why we've been spending off season, all this offseason hmm. time talking about uh, drafting all these defensive players. It clearly needs work, uh, but I think that ultimately what we've discovered is that if you've got a good enough offense, and I think the, you know what we what we've been saying is that the Cowboys probably do if they can continue to, to improve and, yeah. and, and bring back the guys they have. That you, you know. You need playmakers on your defense, but you don't need to have a defense filled with playmakers, right? Yeah, like, you don't need 11 of them. You need three of them, probably, yeah. preferably one at each level, right? Yeah, a guy at uh, each level would be great, and then a lot of, you know, middle middle of the road, easily replaceable guys. Right, they they need to find the, the guys that are just solid everywhere else. So, like, for Kansas City, uh, you know, three guys that come to mind, Anthony Hitchens, Donovan, uh, uh, Damian Wilson, and Traverius <laughs> Ward. Where do you find guys like that? Landon. Well, I mean, uh, they, they don't grow <laughs> trees. I, I would probably go sorting through some other really good coaching, uh, scouting staffs, uh, th- castaways and, and, no, but those and guys realize that, fine, there's, that right? there's just an abundance of players there and I take, take off their pile. Yeah. And I, that's what it is. You just, those guys, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of joking, but Chavarius Ward's a fairly good cornerback. Anthony Hitchens is a reliable linebacker. The Cowboys just need to find spots in their defense like that. Guys that are just net not net negative right i mean i don't know other way to say that guys that aren't killing you guys that the opponent's offensive coordinators aren't circling before the game saying hey this is a guy that we can we can take advantage of last season 2020 the cowboys had far too many of those guys and uh you know they had a lot of injuries obviously that that didn't help as well but if they can find two three four playmakers and fill in the rest with competent players I do think they could get back to that Kansas City, you know, the 15th, 14th type of scoring defense fairly quickly. Yeah. I mean, I think, look, just let's just go real quick on the defensive side. I think coming back, Lawrence can easily qualify as your playmaker. Sure, on absolutely. One level. I think Gregory, if he if mm-hmm. he kind of continues to improve, can, all, can be another one there. So, uh, But kind of with the idea that you need him on each, each level, uh, I think on the, the, the linebacker side, that's the you biggest know, question. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt, right? Like what, you know, Jalen Smith at least at one point was providing uh, uh, catalytic plays at certain points w- with some of the ups and downs. Yes. That seems to have gone away a lot, a lot, a lot of the time. LVE was, you know, doing a great job and was definitely that guy. Uh, his rookie yep. year hasn't quite been the same since then. If we see a return to that, that'd be fantastic. On the third level, I think you know you see Diggs potentially being, mm-hmm. you know, developing into that guy. He had a lot of interceptions more than a cornerback's had in a while. 
pal here. Um, and, and I think, you know, uh, Donovan Wilson uh, is a guy that clearly has been able to create turnovers. I've been around the football a lot. And, uh, you know, you're not relying on that because you've only seen a little bit of that. But I think between those two, you hope that one of them develop could develop into that kind of, uh, you know, elite player or, or superstar player. Um, and, and if not, you know, hopefully one of the guys that you draft, maybe at the 10th overall pick could. Yeah, and I think you're really hoping with the draft and free agency that you can find at the very, very least three competent starters, one at safety, one at cornerback, and then one more on the defensive line. If the Cowboys can accomplish that this offseason, I don't think it's going to be very hard for them to get back to an average level at defense. If they hit on four or if they're able to find another one of those playmakers, uh, star defenders, This defense has a chance to be pretty good pretty quickly. Just wanted to take one more quick break to tell you guys about Bet Online. We've got the Super Bowl coming up. We've got basketball. We've got UFC. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust with our bets, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action, and don't forget to use the promo code Locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. I also want to tell you about our old friends at Built Bar. You guys know about Built Bar. It's the best protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors and a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, They taste absolutely fantastic. You guys know that I have one every single day, and they are releasing six new flavors, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, and apple almond crisp. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN, and you'll get $10 off your first box. Again, that is BuiltBar.com. Let's transition over to the coaching staff because this is the big one here. Uh, Andy Reid, one of the best two or three coaches in the league. I actually think right now he might be the best coach in the league, and that's not recency bias. Uh, for what he's been able to do with two different teams now and the consistency that he's had in Philadelphia and Kansas City, it's unbelievable. Bruce Arians, one of the best quarterback coaches in all of the NFL. And then there's Mike McCarthy. Do you feel like there's a big difference between McCarthy and Arians? Because I certainly don't. I don't think so. I mean, they're certainly comparable. I mean, they're, you know... Uh, a Super Bowl trophy is 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 a pretty strong resume builder for for coaches and hmm. um, and I think that puts Mike McCarthy in in the conversation with with anybody including Andy Reid. Um, I think Reid, you know, is obviously I agree with you right now the best coach and and maybe by quite a bit at this point. Um, but I think you know the the, the second the second obviously still deals with Bill Belichick. Of course, of uh, course. And, 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 but I think outside of that, you know, I mean, there's there's that tier of guys that uh, that are kind of right there in, 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 in the... The, you the know, one-time the, Super Bowl winners like Sean Payton, yeah, John Harbaugh, yeah. Mike Tomlin. Doug, I mean, I was going to say Doug Peterson, but not Doug Peterson. Not Doug you know? Peterson. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but guys, you know, I mean, guys, that, that group of guys. Yeah, the guys that, that you know, they're, they're looking for the next step and they're looking for the, the Hall of Fame building resume yes. now, right, as coaches. Yes. So, uh, you know, McCarthy, I think, is is – it obviously was not a great step forward for his first season, but I think a lot, as we've discussed over and over again, there's a lot of circumstance there. You know, I think that there's reason to, to be uh, uh, 
you know, co- confident in what's, what's yes, happening with McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that they're not that far there. And again, you know, ultimately, what was Andy Reid's perception before, you know, all of this? Before it, he was a choker Mad- in big Rose. games. He was, yeah. I mean, he, and he, frankly, and frankly, Lane, in some of the late game stuff, even in the playoffs, he's is the still worst. really questionable. He's the, he's the worst in history. I mean, yeah. like, as, I mean, as far as like, I mean, that was what the, the, the rap on him was, is that he was the worst game manager in history at mm-hmm. the end of the game. At, at the end of games, I mean, it was all throughout his Philly, uh, you know, his Philly history. And so you're the you're the worst hmm. until you're the best, and you're the Correct. best until you're the what, worst. Once so you the get Cowboys, that Super Bowl, that cleanses all the other faults. Absolutely. Right? So I, I think McCarthy's right there. He's done this before. He yeah. has experience. Uh, I think he's he's certainly comparable to these guys. Yeah, and Bruce Arians, uh, I mean, he's a fantastic coach, but he has his flaws as well. Everywhere he's gone, yeah. uh, his teams are always very sloppy, one of the highest in penalty yards. Uh, even bringing in Tom Brady, they still turned the ball over a bunch. So yeah. Arians, just a fantastic coach, not flawless, and I would say the same about Mike McCarthy. Uh, really, really good, has his faults, but certainly, certainly good enough uh, to win you the big game. Uh, any final thoughts on this Cowboys team compared to Tampa Bay and Kansas City? I know a lot of people are probably listening to this, rolling their eyes, thinking that we believe the Cowboys are on the same level as Tampa Bay and Kansas City. That's not the case. We believe at their potential, if everybody's healthy and the plan goes correctly, they could be a legit challenger. They're not there yet, uh, but they could be with a couple more moves, a better offseason. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I, I just don't, you know, I think people need to start realizing that when you exist in a week-to-week league, that it certainly is a year-to-year league. You Absolutely, know? I mean, th- yes. that, that, that any chance, uh, any team has any chance going in year-to-year. Now, obviously, there are some teams that are in, in huge rebuilds, but even, like, even in season, look how many times we get surprised by certain teams going on long streaks, long win mm-hmm. runs. You know, it's it's just, it, it doesn't take very much to, to kind of, capture lightning in a bottle and go on a run and suddenly be a hot team that can't be beat. Uh, so I, I think the Cowboys don't have any reason to believe that if they continue to just kind of build their team right and, and, and maybe improve things a little bit on the defense, get a little bit luckier on, on some of the health stuff, hmm. that they can't turn this around and suddenly have a, a, a magical season. Look at what happened with Philadelphia. I mean, frankly, sure. th- that whole team's been disassembled since then. And that, not because it was, you know, uh, an incredibly talented team. They they caught lightning in a bottle with a, with a group and, uh, and they were able to take it all the way to the Super Bowl. And here's the thing. If you have an elite quarterback, which the Dallas Cowboys do, you're always going to have a chance. Again, look at Tampa Bay. Uh, Tom Brady has not been uh, absolutely fantastic this season, but he's been an upgrade over Jameis Winston. And that was the difference to having this team be a 7-9 and team all of a sudden to the Super Bowl because they upgraded that quarterback. The Cowboys went 6-10 and this year with... Dak Prescott missing most of the year. They get him back. They have a little bit more injury luck on the offensive line. This is a playoff team and a really, really good playoff team in the NFC. They're not that far away. They just need a few things to break their their way in 2021. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the Locked On Cowboys podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.